Blog Talk Radio. Services. And men and women, please inspire services. 
Well, there there is a, a major, major problem at this point in time. It's only a very few people that have caused this problem. Please, when you're out there and you see a man or woman in, in uniform, whether it's military or police or fire, please show them some respect. Um, they're doing their job the best they can. Um, and we appreciate all the, the confidence that people have given us over the years. Um, we have a, have a real nice um, surprise for everybody. Uh, next week we'll, be, we'll start our 16th year on the air, and we'll have the uh, our founding uh, members will be on with us along with the number of uh, guests that we've had in the past. Uh, um, we've had a commitment out of a lot of great fighters, so uh, uh, look forward to the um, promo on it, and uh, we'll get it started. Well, guys, it's been a uh, been a pretty hectic week here. Uh, I'm sure you guys have been just as uh, he- it's been just as hectic for you up there, um, Chris. I was glad to hear the uh, the great news from from your doctors. Um, I'm really happy for you. Um, okay, we're going to start tonight with Bob's on. Bob's on. You're on, Bob. We're going to talk about Sajayo. Uh, 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 Henry Cajito or Cajito, or Cajito. I always mess up his last name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, I mean, <clears throat> he did a lot of that smock, uh, smack talking that I wasn't a fan of. Uh, got that fight with Dominic Cruz. Uh, Dominic Cruz is an amazing individual fighter. Um, you know, he's coming off a, uh, you know, a pretty long layoff. Um, but uh, Cajito got the the win. And um, and then right afterwards, he uh, called Dana White, um, you know, Uncle Dana, and said thank you for everything. Um, and then uh, wanted to go out on top. He said he left the, the wrestling world on top. Um, and uh, then went into MMA and wanted to leave while he was on top. So he, he mm-hmm. put in for uh, – he, he announced his retirement. Um, and then, of course, you know, little – few things got to got to happen or whatever and then uh, now um recently if you look up you know the the UFC stats or the the, the title has been relinquished um he no longer holds it it's up for grabs no one holds it he's officially i guess retired and uh yeah so power to him 33 years old um said he's got a a child now and he wants to spend more time at home and uh hey good i don't see i don't know if it'll be the last we ever hear from him but he did good Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now I was reading there's there's uh, three or four uh, teams decided that they uh, they're they're going to be the people. Uh, they're going to to try and battle it out for that uh, that title. Do you want to follow up with that? Um, I, I'm who not the, sure who the top contenders are. Go ahead. Uh, I, I was saying I, I'm not sure who uh, who's on top of that weight division. I don't know. Exactly what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Like the next people in line for that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, hold on, give me one sec. Okay. So the, the other question I have for you is uh, John Jones got uh, banned from uh, um, AT&T? Did you uh, not John Jones. What was it, John? Was. No, John Jones is with uh, um, John Jones is with um, uh, shoot. He's out of New Mexico, uh, but we're talking about Colby Covington. 
Um, Colby gotcha. Covington, again, I'm not a fan of the smack talking. Uh, Colby Covington won't shut up. Now, it has worked out for some of these fighters uh, to, to continue that smack talking to get fights that they normally wouldn't have. Again, you know, Dana's not dumb. He's a good, smart businessman. He's watching the internet posts and this and that. And, you know, he sees when the smack talking, you know, draws enough attention, he'll line that stuff up. But uh, Kobe Covington was part of American Top Team and was, you know, he's at the weight division. He was talking smack about like Jorge Mastaval, um, all kind of different guys over at American Top Team, Carmen Usman, um, all that kind of stuff. Um, and, 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 and so continuing to talk that smack to get these fights while he was part of a team. And that's one thing, you know, uh, a lot of MMA fighters and stuff don't understand. Yes, it's a single sport like wrestling. You go out there, it's mm-hmm. you against the other person across the ring. But without your, mm-hmm. your, your coaches, your fight team, the people behind you, you should stay loyal. You know what I mean? Stay with that mm-hmm. team. If they've gotten you, they've helping you got, get somewhere, you know, um, there's no sense mm-hmm. in, in, in blowing up from the inside and, and calling out people and, you know, from your own team. And that's what he was doing. And, uh, um, yeah, so he just kept talking smack and putting on uh, uh, a lot of pressure on Dan Lambert, who's the owner of the American Top Team down there. Um, and, mm-hmm. you know, Kobe Covington was coming up, you know, the, the, any gym has got, like, practice times, you know, pro times, amateur times, right. jiu-jitsu days, you know, kickboxing times. you got to spread it up. Different coaches, different times. You, you know, it's not all about, you know, this individual thing, hence the team. And mm-hmm. uh, uh, Colby Covington um, just kept talking so much smack where he wasn't really invited to the regular, you know, fight training camps where Jorge Mastival and stuff was. Um, he was coming in mm-hmm. on his own times and stuff and putting extra – pressure on the coaches the, uh, uh you know basically just being one being one of those people I, I'm, I'm surprised colby covington we didn't have pictures of him in target you know what i mean but anyway uh <laughs> he's that kind of guy and uh <laughs> so but anyway he so he quote unquote decided to leave that was best for the team um but then again you've got you know talk coming from um you know, Jorge Masvidal, no no wonder he wants to train here. It's not safe, you know. Uh, Jorge Masvidal right. is on top right now. You don't want to be talking smack to that guy. Um, sure. But whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. So I, again, I that, did that remember now who it was. They said – you got something, Chris? Yeah, I'm listening. Oh, okay. I'm trying, okay. I'm, trying to, I'm trying to picture these guys. Saw, I mean, I know – I watch I watch quite a bit of it, but – I don't remember all their names. I get mixed up. It's like watching mm-hmm. a Mexican featherweight division. How many Lopez's, <laughs> right. Cortez's? No, you know how many Z names with Z in there? You know, you you, you get mixed up. Martinez, Martinez, oh Christ! I don't, I don't even know what I'm watching a week later. <laughs> you know, but I I really have been enjoying the uh, the MMA fights and the, whatever I see on TV. Uh, Mm-hmm. Even the, even the women uh, are 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 good. Tough. I hate to see a beautiful girl get beat up, but you know yeah. it does happen. I guess that's yeah. what they want. But she does. I, I, Bob, I was just there. thinking. I was just thinking. Yeah. A guy retired at thirty three. Okay, what did he look uh-huh. like? Is he pretty hammered uh, around? I mean, is, you got a lot of no, scar tissue on his. No, none of that stuff. None of that stuff. I mean, he went out on top. I mean, the guy's still healthy. He could continue. 
There's absolutely no wow. reason he couldn't continue. It's not like, um, you know, the guys that get all that, you know, massive scar tissue, they're always getting cut open and they can't win anymore because they usually get stopped on a cut. Um, like yeah. your, your uh, Diaz and um, others and stuff that got that scar tissue. Um, but uh, he was healthy, uh, went out on top. He said he left uh, collegiate wrestling on top, um, you know, uh, in, his, in his wrestling career. Um, then went to Good. MMA and well, he did well there. And so it was time for him to go and focus on his kids. Um, That's yeah, great. So maybe, yeah, I mean, it, I, hell, I would have loved to retire at 33. <laughs> sure. Make sure. your yeah. money out. I think, Bob, is, isn't it? Uh, you got to be able to say Figueroa? goodbye sometime. <clears throat> yeah. Isn't it uh, Figueroa and uh, Ben Benitez are going to uh, fight for uh, that title? In July, yeah, that sounds about right. Is that in July? Yeah, yes, they, they're talking about July. Okay. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I guess um, that's uh, it'll probably be in uh, in Fight Island by that time. Yeah, Dana's still working that as well, but I hear Vegas is opening it up too soon, so mm-hmm. he'll be you know have his. Uh, his three options or his couple options. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but if he has it, is at Fight Island, he saves more money. He's not paying the rent. Yeah. He just can't. Why, why did he cancel? Yeah, why did he cancel the John Jones's fight with uh, uh, was it Nguyen? Francois Nguyen? Um. I'm not Organic. sure Johns was was he was he uh um was he slotted? Yeah, they they were they were you know, they were trying to work out a contract and uh Dana White pulled the contract last week. Oh so I guess they couldn't uh, come. He, he, they probably Yeah, cuz he he thinks he's on top and he he he's really going for he's going for boxing money. He's trying to hold out for mm-hmm. boxing money. Um, you know, he, 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 uh, John Jones wants to, you know, what's what, like what Deontay Wilder was paid for the Fury fight. You know, he, he, mm-hmm. these guys are going to hold out nowhere. They, they've got, if you've got the clout, I, you know, you're kind of got that negotiation table going. Um, and mm-hmm. so I guess Jones is trying to get some, I mean, if he does and he holds out cause people want to see that. Um, that hopefully gets more sponsorships and maybe get some of the fighters in MMA paid more, you know, and if that mm-hmm. happens, I'd be super stoked for it. <clears throat> sure. Now the, the, the other question I, I want to ask you was that, uh, Kamar Usman, uh, is calling out, uh, Conor McGregor, um, for a 2020 fight. Uh, I guess my first question is, do you think that would ever happen as putting the fight together? And two, could it be done before the end of the year? For a 2020 fight? Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, for 170 pounds. Um, yeah, right now, Dana's not too happy about that. He shut that down. Uh, Usman, you know, again, he's looking for the next thing. Uh, Connor, um, let's see, Connor, who else? Uh, Heavyweight. I'm not a fan. Um, D, uh, whatever. But they're, they're, the new thing now is that some of these fighters are 
going up or down in weight classes and getting titles there. So I think Usman, you know, is pretty much right at his uh, weight class. And, um, again, he's, he's going for the notoriety. So, uh, I mean, a lot of people are calling out McGregor. McGregor's, you know, sitting in the, in the, in the sidelines right now um, because of uh, uh, Gagey. Uh, is the one that next gets his shot at, at Khabib. For, uh, McGregor wants, you know, after Khabib. Um, McGregor wants back in there and gets more of that money. Um, so he wants to ch- uh, or, or challenge out the uh, uh, the, the winner. You know, and he, he was, you know, there was threats going back or, or, or you know, that track talk on the internet between uh, McGregor and Justin Gagey. Um, Jake Gagey's on a, on a good win right now. He thinks he can take Khabib. Um, so that's slotted again. You know, Khabib's family, last I heard, was all infected with COVID. So they're working through that. Not sure when they can uh, get that get that together. Um, but you know, the, the smack talk has started. So, uh, uh, Khabib, you know, McGregor wants another shot at Khabib, but Cagey's, you know, slotted next. So, um, but I, I heard that, you know, Dana White is, um, is flirting with the idea that Connor can come back and have a shot at the winner of the Khabib versus Gagey. So, um, the, the, and Gagey is, Gagey's more focused on the title. He wants to go after Khabib to get the title um, versus pass up on a money fight with, with McGregor. Anybody knows, because McGregor made a, a good name for himself to some degree, um, and, and he's getting paid high dollars. And John Jones wants to see that money. That's, you know, that's kind of the thing sure. right now. With the crossovers from MMA to boxing, um, people have tasted the boxing money. And, and, and to be all honest, and having you know, uh, uh, lived a life and a, made a career out of MMA – Man, those kids, those guys, they got to start seeing that boxing money. There's just, there's just not, there's not the future in it that you know, because we're taking a, a heck of a beating just like a boxer would, um, with more, you know, more, more of an arsenal, more cuts, you know, elbows, knees, that kind of stuff. Um, but again, we talked about in the past how I kind of feel worse for boxers because 90% of their shots go to the head and that's long-term damage versus you can just, you know, shatter somebody's leg and they're out, but you know, you're working your way up the ranks and you're not making that much money. You shatter your leg, you never come back. Well, you've never really made that money. You're, you're searching for that sponsorship. And, um, Mm -hmm. you know, MMA did get the Adidas signing years ago, but that's, that's still going to the promoters and whatnot. It's not really going to the fighters and the fighters really need to see some of that, what do they call it? The big five or the big three, you know, alcohol, clothing, whatever the, the good promoters that get in there and, or sponsors. And so I really hope that, you know, MMA has come a long way. And I, I really hope in the next few years, some money starts leaking out, uh, leaking their way for what they, what they earn, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, I guess, uh, before I give you a rest here, I'm going to give you a rest in the, uh, Israel at, at a site. And uh, Paulo Costa. Yep. What, what's your thoughts on that? Uh, so, uh, they're both undefeated, um, mm-hmm. and that'll be a good fight. Um, so that's coming up, and I and that one I think is slotted for July as well. Um, so mm-hmm. that is something I'll definitely have to tune in. Hopefully by July 11th, uh, you know, here in Maryland, they're just I think Monday they're going to open up outside seating for restaurants and bars, which is well overdue. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I already got my place in line. Uh, so, <laughs> but, you know, hopefully, hopefully we can get out there and, 
and uh, and watch that, you know. Um, but yeah, that'll, that uh-huh. that should be a great fight. It'll be very action packed, both undefeated, both stand up, very very technical and good, you know, stand up fighters. So that should be super exciting. Uh huh. Okay. All right, Chris, you're up. Um, I just left. I was laughing about Bob. Bob, what Bob said. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, boxing money versus MMA money. You know, the promoters are brand new in this. Really, almost literally brand new in in this MMA, uh, the quadrangle, the, you know, UFC and all that. Down through history, uh, the rarest thing on this earth is a generous boxing promoter. <laughs> that, that is going to going to give away money fairly, squarely. It just doesn't happen. They're they're extinct. And it's going it, it's just not going to come around fast. The fighters have no organization. Very similar to what happened in boxing, and they have no way of putting pressure. You know, you're not the fight game has never paralleled the NFL or baseball. In in uh, in. Uh, you know, in uh, pensions and whatnot. My friend uh, was a, 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 a he was a, a golf pro, and um, uh, on the tour he made a hundred cuts. He qualified for a huge pension, and then he went on a senior tour, and he made a lot of money on the senior tour, and he got another pension. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, but that that's never never existed in boxing. David Tabiri thought that that Senator Roth was going to to, to uh, help him out get that title, and then mm-hmm. he wanted Davy to be a commissioner, you know, to do all these things. And uh, mm-hmm. that Roth was, you know, Senator Roth. He's talking, yeah. you know, he, you know, in between bottles yeah. of, of the vodka, you know. Right. And the poor right. guy. But it's just, uh, it'll catch up, uh, Bob. It, it'll it'll take time, but you know. Because uh, the, like Aram, Aram's been around forever, and he's still greedy. He was greedy 20 years ago, 30 years ago. I mean, the man's got to have a vast amount of money. And I often wonder, we were talking about this the other day, if, if you're making five grand a week, it's tough to spend it. Just five grand a week is hard, it's hard to spend. And uh, I'd like to see these fighters uh, that are coming up because – they're getting hurt. They're getting cut. They're getting scarred, even though they're mm-hmm. they're not getting hit in the head as much. It's still a rough mm-hmm. damn sport, and they should be mm-hmm. compensated because it's got mm-hmm. the following, you know, very similar to what boxing has and 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 the NFL. I'm I'm really surprised at who's watching these fights now. Girls mm-hmm. and their husbands go crazy over it now. Yeah, young young yeah. young people. They're getting into right. it. They're not into boxing as much as they are into the into the MMA and that that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But I'll be mm-hmm. glad. I'll be glad when it happens when everybody gets, a, yeah. you know, a fair a day's a day's pay for a day's work. It's not happening right yeah. now. And um, right, well, uh, but it's let me coming. ask you. A, let me ask you a boxing question. What about Earl Spence versus uh, Danny Garcia at one forty-seven? What's your thoughts on that one? Well, you know what? It, it, it'll be a good fight. It'll be a good fight. Mm-hmm. Garcia got an iron chin. He's got a great mm-hmm. chin, and uh, he's getting better. He's has grown into a welterweight now, and uh, mm-hmm. he's got some punch. 
And, uh, you know, he could give Spence a great fight. I, I truly don't believe he can beat Spence, but I think he can give him a great fight because he can go after him because you don't have to worry about, you know, getting – he don't have a glass chin. Like uh, uh, I watched the Tommy Hearns uh, Sugar Ray rerun last night, and uh, Hearns just can't take a punch. He's got a huge body for a welderweight. I don't know where the hell he – how he comes in at a scale on the scale is the same as, say, as Sugar Ray, but uh, he just can't take it. You hit him once mm-hmm. on the chin, he staggers. You hit him once in the body, he's ready to go down. But he can sure dish it out, you know. And I think yeah. that's Garcia. Garcia has one of the best chins in boxing. Uh, he's he's really mm-hmm. he really can take a shot. Um, mm-hmm. Keith, Keith Keith Sherman can take a, a good punch, uh, but but mm-hmm. I think Garcia, I, I think uh, he has a better chin, and that best in that mm-hmm. division. Him and maybe Porter, maybe mm-hmm. Porter's up there. Yeah. You know. But we're get another. Uh, yeah, let's let's get another. Later, right? We have we have our first guest on with us tonight, and that's uh, Bob Alexander. Bob is known and lovingly known around the trades as uh, Red Tide Bob. Uh, he's got a that's his <laughs> mark and trade. Uh, he's got over thirty years' experience in, as an announcer in the ring. Uh, he began all the way back in 1989. In a small bout in uh, Sanibel Island, Florida, which is just south of uh, or just west of uh, Fort Myers, uh, in a <laughs> in a tennis court, an outside tennis court, that uh, and the first fight was 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 almost rained out, but being the uh, benevolent people that the promoters are, they made him keep on going until the uh, sound system went out. Um, he's uh, he's if you ever meet Bob, uh, you have a friend for life. Uh, he's a, a great guy. He does a, a tremendous uh, radio show in the morning, and uh, he has a shot in the afternoon uh, on a different show. Um, his, he's had uh, had the great privilege to uh, uh, do a fight for uh, a friend of ours uh, and one of your patients there, Chris, uh, the great Bernard Hopkins. Uh, he's a... Uh, Currently working with. Are you still working with Iron Mike, Bob? Iron Mike Productions. Well, not. No, Iron Mike Productions went down uh, after about two years. Uh, they just mm-hmm. the, 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 all the partners couldn't really agree on what they wanted to do, and it just didn't it didn't work mm-hmm. out in the end. But for about two years, I did work for Mike Tyson and, and his company, and, and had a blast. He, mm-hmm. he treated me so well. He was uh, as nice as can be, and. Uh, you know, became a friend, and and it was a pleasure to be around him. So that that's one of the great experiences, that, and one of the many great experiences I've had. You know, being able to be an, an announcer is getting opportunities like that. So it's uh, it, it, was, it was a very exciting time in my life. I cherish those memories. Um, now, the one thing I did skip is that uh, on 2010, Bob was the in the class of 2010. Uh, the Boxing Hall of Fame here in Florida and currently serves as a board member. Uh, now, Bob, last time we, were, we talked, uh, you were going to tell us about the uh, – I told you I'd call you back when I thought we were ready for the uh, – to uh, make uh, let our friends know uh, around the area um, when the Hall of Fame dinner was so that they can come up and, and join the festivities because that's a th- – is it a three-day fest- 
thing. It is. It's a it's a three day basically yeah. a three day boxing festival where you know everybody mm-hmm. comes and and ha- gets to talk virtually about you know everything but 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 boxing is the main theme and it's like a family reuniting and we add new members every year. Uh, it was supposed to be in June, which of course uh, that's always been our our date since the beginning. But because of the COVID situation, we uh, we had to um, move it to August. We felt that was the best move. It gave us more time, gave time for the things to die down and, and return to a little bit more normal. So we are going to go uh, on Friday night, August 21st. Saturday the 22nd and the induction ceremony itself will be Sunday morning, August 23rd at 11 o'clock. It's going to be held uh, at the West shore grand hotel on West Kennedy in Tampa. And uh, we have a great class lined up and all of our normal activities will be going on. We'll have the fight amateur fight on Friday night. We'll have uh, interviews, fist casting, a memorabilia (laughs) show, um, lectures, seminars uh, from experts. We'll do all that uh, on Saturday afternoon. Sunday night, there's the uh, the gala dinner. We all get dressed up and have uh, uh, speakers. In fact, I am so excited this year because my one of my mentors from the very beginning is Mark Darrow, one of the uh, top announcers mm-hmm. in the history of boxing. He's a Tampa guy and uh, taught me so much and, and, and got me jobs when, when I was starting out. He was inducted in the 2009 class, the very first class, and deservedly so. And we're just very excited because Mark ha- has agreed to be our keynote speaker this year at the dinner. Right. And he's very entertaining and, and a lot of fun to be around, and I'm just I'm thrilled to get to spend some time with him because I haven't seen him in a while. So he's going to be part of that. Uh, we have awards we're giving out at the dinner entertainment it's just a great fun night and then on sunday um at 11 o'clock we'll all gather in the ballroom and we'll have the official induction ceremony um we also have a couple of uh achievement awards that are going to be given um so it's, it's just going to be a fun weekend and and we invite anybody that loves boxing to come and have a good time with us um, you just you need to go to FloridaBoxingHallOfFame.com. You can link on there to get your your uh, hotel reservations. If you're looking to stay up there, I do it soon because it always sells out, and uh, I'm sure it will this year too. But uh, if you need information about tickets or anything about the Hall of Fame, the website's the best place to go because it's all right there. Good. Yeah. The, you know the um, I just realized that. Uh, yeah, I, I've told everybody before that uh, Bob is the most mellow person I've ever met in my life. Um, but you put a uniform on him and a helmet on him, and uh, <laughs> he'll tear your lungs out. Um, and Bob, my other, Bob my other great the, love besides boxing, right? <laughs> <laughs> Bob and his his son uh, helped us out. Uh, they were on a, a team that, that uh, my son Bob and I coached. And I just realized we went into the Hall of Fame. The uh, um, Football Hall of Fame uh, here um, has fought the first father and son group to go in uh, in the class of 2010, and Bob was in the class of 2010 at uh, the Boxing Hall of Fame. But the, one of the reasons year. we were able to, yep, one of the reasons we were able to be uh, elected into the Hall of Fame uh, was uh, the 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 intensity and the veracity that uh, that Bob showed on the field, and uh, I I always appreciated that. 
It was a pleasure. I had, I had such a blast. I, you know, pl- I was playing at 40 and 41 those two years. And uh, after that, my body started talking to me a little bit, saying, you know what, you're in your 40s, dude. You probably should hang this up and uh, move on. But I will never regret it. Um, heck, I broke my leg and I tore the shoulder, yeah. my shoulder up. But I had so much fun. I wouldn't change a thing. It was a blast. Yeah, yeah. we had a great uh we had a great team. Great uh, had had uh, a lot of fun with the uh, with the guys. Um, hey Bob, let me ask you something. Uh, Keith Thurman is is uh, yeah, he's been off a long time. And when I saw him, I saw him at the at the gym about three weeks ago. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, he's still he's still hurting to get back into the to fighting. But sure, uh, he, can't, he doesn't seem to be getting a, a contract. What's your thoughts on that? Well, it's, it's it's a little difficult. There, there's just so much going on right now, just trying to get back to some semblance of normal, and hopefully we can all get to that. And hopefully, you know, he'll be able to get his situation straightened out because you know he's he's a great fighter, and and he's you know mm-hmm. he's a lot of fun to watch. He's a good he's a good person. Been around him many times, and uh, you know I want to see him uh, succeed. And I I hope that he's able to, you know, get that that loss stigma out of his head so he can, you know, cause well, so many times fighters are better after they lose their first fight. You know, I mean, some of them, right. it, it kind of tears right. down. I mean, you got, you got Jeff Lacey's of the world. He, you know, he lost to, uh, over there in England to, uh, um, no, oh, geez, Joe, um, Cal- Calzaghi. Calzaghi. Yeah. He lost to Calzaghi and was never the same. You know, mm-hmm. when Sugar Ray Leonard lost to Roberto Duran, he was much better after that fight. So I, I guess it depends on the individual. But I, I, he's got way too much talent to not be under contract to somebody because he's, he's a, he's a top-line fighter. He's one of the best in the world. So uh, I'm not sure what his situation is as far as, you know, the, the contracts or dealing with promoters or whatever. But he's one of those that needs to be on stage. He needs to be in the ring, and he needs to be at the forefront because – you know he's such a good fighter. Mhm. Good. Uh, we Earl, uh, when you first came on, uh, Chris was talking about uh, Earl Spence and, and Danny Garcia at 147 mm. coming up, um, and and he explained his thoughts. How about you giving your thoughts on that, that one? That's a tough one. Uh, I mean Spence is just he's so tough and, and he's so talented. But Garcia's got got a style, man. I tell you that that. Whew, that's a tough one to even think about picking. I I would probably probably go with Spence, but uh, I I don't think that's going to be. I think it's going to be a tough fight for both of them. I think it's going to be one that the fans want to see. Um, you know, again, I I just think Spence is the better fighter, but you know, I I thought that about Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury too. I thought Wilder was the better fighter, and boy, I sure got shown the ropes. <laughs> you, you never know yeah. in boxing well, sometimes. Ring. Hey, you know how many times I've been wrong in my lifetime, Bob? Uh, probably <laughs> yeah. not as many. Dude, that I know of. But I think you're close. <laughs> <laughs> my, my buddies all call me up. They be wise guys. Call who are you? Who are you picking tonight? You know, and I, and I give them my pick. And they say, I'm going to bet the other guy. I want to reduce my house mortgage. I can get rid of my house mortgage betting against you. So there's a funny story. That I, there's a funny story that I remember reading about Muhammad Ali. He, when, when he was fighting, 
and Joe Lewis was still alive. Joe Lewis picked Ali every single fight. He was always telling the press, he's going to lose to Floyd Patterson. And now he's going to lose to Sonny Lister. And now he's going to lose to somebody. You know what I mean? He just always picked against Ali. And Ali just was like, really? <laughs> so, you know, you're not, you're not alone in, in, uh, in making some picks, right? <laughs> right. You know what I think about that? Ali had such a different personality. Joe Lewis never oh. went for it because he, he was strictly one a one or two word guy. If you ask him something, yeah, yeah, he much, very, you know, very reserved. Ali was yeah, colorful, and you know, oh. he he was, oh, you know how colorful he was. He he changed the boxing oh, uh, world. Oh, he and, did, and, and uh, there was no Joe shutting Lewis him just, up. <laughs> he he did, but he did pick him every time he bet against him. He said no. This is yep. going to kick his butt. So he's going to kick his butt. <laughs> and then finally he stopped. You know? Right. That's because that, that's that wasn't funny. his personality. I think deep down, you know, he was hoping somebody would shut him up, shut Ali up. Because Joe Lewis didn't, yeah, I mean that, didn't think that was yeah, the way to be. No, Joe right. Lewis was the exact opposite of, of Muhammad Ali. Yeah, but, exactly. You know, opposite. They, they, exact opposite. They they both were effective in what they did. They're everything they accomplished, and uh, you know it's just just funny that that you know Ali was in his prime, and there wasn't anybody in those days that was going to touch him before you know he had the exile and everything. But Joe Lewis always picked against him. <laughs> it was hysterical, <laughs> really. That's funny. Yep. And yet but it is. I know you. I know you and, and Mike Tyson were tight at one point. Um, so we've been asking everybody. I had Bernard Fernandez on last week and asked uh-huh. him the same question. Is this just for show or is, it, it, is he fighting for dough? Now, I understand that he's been offered $20 million to fight a bare knuckles fight um, against uh, Silva. Um, uh-huh. And... Is that is that a possibility? Of, do you see that a possibility? I mean, for twenty twenty million dollars, hell, I'll get in there well, with bare knuckles. Yeah, last sixteen I, I, seconds, but I don't care. It's like it's like you know going for the lottery or something. I, I all I can mm-hmm. say is I hope that doesn't come to fruition. I I understand if he wants to get in there and do some exhibitions, raise some money for charity. You know, Holyfield's mm-hmm. talking about doing something like that, and that's fine. You want to do something like that? I mean, heck, some of these some of these fighters fought exhibitions until they were, you know, until they were senior citizens. You know, mm-hmm. um, but for Tyson to get in there and fight again for real in a bare knuckle fight or any other kind of uh, real fight, I think that's a big mistake. You know, I understand. You know, they say about a puncher, the last thing you lose is your punch. You know, a lot of folks think that, you know, they, these guys can get up out of their rocking chairs and still knock somebody out. That might be true, but what happens after about a round? You know, your age, everything else catches up to you, and, uh, you know, you saw how Tyson got knocked out in his last couple of fights, and that was, that was sad because some of those guys that beat him at the end of his career had no business in the ring with him, you know? Mm-hmm. But, you know, Mike had his issues. He, you know, he, he fought, I mean, he fought about half to three quarters of his career high on cocaine, for goodness sake. I mean, I, I don't even know how he did that and survived. But, you know, the bottom line is when you, when you get into your upper 40s, you know, the, the, being in a real fight is not where you want to be, especially something like a bare knuckle fight. I can't even, you know, I've had a couple guys that I know, you know, I, I, I ring announced a, a bare knuckle fight last year out in Wyoming. 
And it was it was brutal. I mean, it was exciting, but it was brutal. And there were a couple of guys uh, in the business that are friends of mine in the boxing business, up in their age, up in their late 30s, you know, early 40s, even saying, "Oh, I want to do that bare knuckle stuff." And it's like, "Are you out of your mind? Do you do you have any idea what you'd be getting yourself into?" So, you know, the fact that I, I had the feelings that I do for for Mike and and you know the rest of his life, I I just hope this is something he's doing. For fun, you know, and uh, there's an outside chance that I may get to uh, get to see him later this summer. Um, I'm scheduled to do uh, a fight in Sturgis, South Dakota, the first week of August. Um, I don't know if you, if you know anything about that whole deal, but it's like the biggest biker rally in the in the yeah, state. Yeah, that's what I was just going to say. Yeah, that's the uh, well, that's the United States uh, camping ground for uh, right Harley Davidson motorbike. Uh, cycles. Right. Yeah. Well, they are adding boxing to the festivities that's out there in Sturgis. Wow. I've never been out there. I don't. I know almost nothing about it. But uh, I was mm-hmm. talking to a few people, and there were a couple people said that there's an outside chance that Tyson might show up for publicity purposes. Mm-hmm. And if that if that happens, great. I'd love it. You know, I'd love to be able to talk great. to him. I haven't talked to him in a few years, so. It sure. would be nice if, if that happened, but uh, we'll find out. I'm, I'm going to point blank. If I do get to talk to him, I'm going to point blank ask him what he's doing. <laughs> Try and figure yeah. it out. But uh, that's hey, a big event. You went to that. Yeah, if that happened, I, I go every year. I You called me last year uh, while I was there. I was talking to you in one of the bars. Right. Yeah, I go every year. Yeah. Uh, I oh, wrote across okay. from I rode across from D.C., and then this year my wife's military were moving out to California, so I will be there. I, I would love the details. I will. I would love to go to that, uh, meet you in person, that kind of thing, um, show sure. you around the Black Hills. You will, you will love it. It's it's beautiful there. Um, yeah. You know, they're still, sure. you know, shaky with the uh, uh, the COVID thing, and there's some people worried about it. But uh, if you get a chance, go out and see Rushmore and all that kind of stuff. Oh, uh, it, trust the me. Black Hills are beautiful. Trust me. Yeah, yeah, we're we're going to the Black Hills. We're going to go see Rushmore. We're probably going to go on a animal safari where you drive through the the area where they have animals roaming free and stuff. And we're we're very excited about going out there. It's just this is the first time that boxing has been part of the Sturgis Rally, so it's going to be a, a new thing that we're all going to have to learn. And it's going to be broadcast uh, on the internet. So I'll be doing the play by play for the show, and I'm really really excited about it. Mixing two of my favorite things, <laughs> motorcycles <Yeah>. and boxing. <laughs> yeah, it, it's hard, yeah, it's hard to say you, uh, no to an offer like that. <laughs> yeah, if you if you meet up, Bob, you're going to have to have a sidecar because uh, Bob just got married last year, and uh, we don't want him to get hurt while he's still in his uh, <laughs> loving stages of the marriage. Yeah, absolutely. My beautiful bride is coming <laughs> with me, and uh, we're going to have a great time, and, and we're really excited about it. August is going to be an insane month, and we've been – I haven't re-announced the fight since early. I think it was the first week in March was the last show I did. It was in Clearwater, and, of course, everything's been shut down since. So uh, more than likely that will be my first uh, first show back. And then uh, the week after that we have another show in Clearwater, and the week after that is the Hall of Fame. So it's going to, August is going to make up for everything that I've been sitting around, you know, getting fat. <laughs> Fantastic. Hey, Chris, what do you think about uh, uh, Sanchez? Uh, no, let me ask you this one better. Billy Joe Saunders and Canelo Alvarez. Um, they're trying to put that together by the end of the year. What's your thoughts? 
they've been talking about that for a long time, and I I love the style of, of Saunders. Saunders is a big, a big middleweight. He was too big for the middleweights. He grew out of it quick. Um, he has the style to give uh, uh, Canelo a fit because he can punch, he can box, he can move. I, I, I think it would be a hell of a fight, and I'd love to see it. I really would like to see it um, because of the styles. He's got the perfect making, you know, the shorter, stockier slugger, you know, the taller you know, boxer that, you know, got a good job. He can move good. It would be it would be a a real um, a, tra- a trainer's nightmare, really, uh, trying to cure either either side. I mean, how do you how, how does how does Canelo at five foot seven cope with a guy with uh, Saunders's height and speed and his ability to box? I mean, I think he'd give Canelo fits. You know, mm-hmm. I watched the uh, Tommy Hearns um, uh, uh, Sugar Ray rerun last night. It's amazing mm-hmm. the hand speed of Sugar Ray uh, during that fight. He did get knocked down a couple of times, but never seriously. And he, he belted uh, Tommy Hearns a couple good times. But the the the, the uh, Saunders fight has a similar makeup to that. You know. Uh, not that we'll ever see uh, uh, another Sugar Ray. He was a rare, a rare fighter. God, he was fast and smart. Yeah, he was. And and uh, this amazing fighter. And uh, he wasn't afraid to get right in front of um, uh, one of the few guys who got right in front of Hearns. He got he got Colcock with that right hand a couple of times. He felt it, you know. But. Uh, I think I'd love to see Saunders fight Canelo. I'd love to see it. Mm-hmm. If Canelo beats him, then I'll be a Canelo. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll back. I'll be a, a, a enough fan. You know, mm-hmm. right now I'm not. I'm not his number one fan, but uh, I'd love to see it. Be an interesting fight from a from a trainer standpoint, from a boxing standpoint. I, I think Billy Saunders. Uh, 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 I, I think he he was on top, but he moved into the big, bigger middleweight, the super middleweight division fast. He never got his uh, the recognition he deserved. He didn't fight long as a middleweight. Then he fought overseas. That, that was another thing, you know. But I really would like to see that fight. That would be one of my, you know, I, I would rank up there with uh, with uh, seeing. Um, uh, the heavyweight title fight rematch. I want to mm-hmm. see how that way that's going to go. That's mm-hmm. that's another interesting bout. You know, I want mm-hmm. to see how how um, I know what um, uh, Tyson Fury is going to do, but I don't know what um, the other guy's going to do. I don't know what he's going to do because he's got mm-hmm. he's been he's been he took a hell of a beat in that fight. He got smacked around pretty good, and uh, I want to see what happened to his confidence and. And uh, you know the fact that he he finally got beat, and he got knocked out. Actually, I want I want to you know, I think there'll be some great fights out there. I, I'm so damn bored uh, with all this crap going on. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I've never been bored in my my life's about as dull. I might as well be a hundred years old for Christ's sake. You know what I mean? I get up every day. <laughs> 
<laughs> I plan my dinner. I plan my dinners. You know, that's my big thing for the day. What am I going to eat tonight? Meatloaf <laughs> and cream corn. I must say meatloaf and cream corn 50 times because I can cook it in 10 minutes. You know, <laughs> and I love it. So, but, yeah, no, Chris, but I'm really, uh, I, I'm getting, to, I'm getting to be cantankerous. I mean, I can't go anywhere. I, I broke my watch. I'm walking around without a watch because I, I want to buy, I want to buy a, a copy of the old Boulevard, and I can't get into the store. They're not open. Delaware, yeah. Delaware is as yeah. bad as Jersey and, and uh, New York. Sure. You know, <laughs> Delaware's horrible. The good news go is Florida's go governor is a big boxing fan, and he's already said, yeah. hey, you want to come work in Florida and, and whatever sports, we're, we, we're welcome. Mm-hmm. Come on in. You know, So it looks like Florida is going to be pretty busy in the second half of the year once things calm down a little nice. bit, the fighters get back in the gym and you know that sort of thing. So I'm, I'm excited for the end of the year, and I, I, I think that we'll you know, start to move in the direction that, that we all want to move and start seeing some of these fights and I, the fighters are anxious. You know, in fact, I, I talked uh, to one of the guys at the Sturgis thing and he was saying that he's got fighters calling him asking for, to be on the show, you know, nice. so these, oh, yeah. these fighters are anxious. They want to get back and, and fight, do what they do. We want to get back. And I mean, I, I, I have not gone this long without announcing a, a fight in probably 28, 29 years. I mean, back when I first started, the fights were few and far between because I was just starting out and nobody knew who I was. But from that point on, mm-hmm. I've been busy all the time. And to go four months or five months without doing a show is just it's, uh, it's unreal. You know, sure. nothing I sure. you know, nothing that any of us ever expected. It's crazy. Hey, Mike, the whole uh, thing is crazy. Hey, Cuomo actually went There was, was, was the, the uh, article in, in – um, Boxing news uh, this week that uh, Dazen may be running out of money and they may be closing it down. Do you have any information on that? I personally don't. I have not. I have not heard anything about that. So I, that's something I'd have to research before I can say you know one one way or another. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know the pro- the problem is there, there's so much information out there. It's like what you know what do you believe and where do you find it. Right. You know, it's just been so, so hard to maneuver through all this, you know, mm-hmm. but, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's, it's, it's going to turn around. I honestly believe in the bottom of my heart, this thing's going to turn around. We're going to get back to what we're doing. It might be a little different, you know, and, and we may have to make some more adjustments, but I, I just don't see us shutting down again. I think uh, we just, we have yeah. too much we have to do in this country. We got to work. We got to, you know, we got to provide and that's, Exactly, just like in the sure. boxing business, you know, these guys want to fight. The, the judges want to judge, the referees want to ref, and, we, and I want to now. So you know, I, I I'm yeah. hoping that things will start moving, you know, in that direction. The biggest problem is, of course, with is the capacity of the fans because the smaller right. promoters here in Florida, you know, that they, they don't have big TV contracts. They do their stuff locally, right. and they depend on the crowds and they depend on sponsors and. You know, you're not going to get that with only 25% capacity. You're not going to be able to survive. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's been the big issue right, right now, trying to get us back in the, in the business, is, is, is being able to put the fans in the seat. There was talk about doing some fights on the Internet with no fans, but I don't mm-hmm. know how you how do you do that and, and, and make money. I just I don't understand that because I don't, I'm never, I've never been part of it. But 
I don't know mm-hmm. if that's going to go or not. I, I kind of have my doubts. I just think that uh, we're, we have to be patient. And when they say that we can put all the fans back in the arenas, we'll get back to work and, uh, you know, keep moving on. But Frank, I'm really curious, going back to uh, the Wilder uh, Fury fight, the whole thing mm-hmm. about him wearing that 50 pounds of armor as he was walking out to the uh, arena you know, they've been right. saying, oh, well, that wore him out. It made him tired and all that stuff. Do you give that – do any of you guys give that any credence? I'm really curious to hear your reaction. I give it I none. Do. None, zero. Got it. No. <laughs> Me neither, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> yeah. yeah, BS. He, he, he's not a good loser. He was devastated no. after that fight. He was devastated. He's That, that was a, a nightmare in his in – his, uh, dressing room after the fight. He sat right. there like you might think, you know, uh, and uh, I think that's, he's full of it, walking into the, you know, that's bull. And that, 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 that thing looks stupid anyway, you know? Yeah. Uh, you know, he did look stupid walking in with that thing. I don't, well, you know, maybe you got to just carry him in like they did Fury. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he was rested. Time time. Like, you remember the prince? You remember the prince? The oh, prince yeah. from uh, England? Yeah, no. Yeah, he, was, uh, he was colorful. He came yeah, in. He was. He came in like that. He started all that crap. And and then uh, and then he had a he was a he was a 6 to 1 underdog against some the fight the last fight he had. And uh my my old trainer swears he better get, he bet against uh, uh, himself and walked away, and he never fought again. I never, never heard from him again. You know? No, he yeah. went out and quick. Yeah. He quit, quit, he quit. Yeah, he quit. He said, he had all that money. He didn't want to fight anymore. But he was colorful. But uh, he was. it, it wasn't this. It wasn't the same when um, Tyson Fury came in on that thing. It just didn't have the same atmosphere that the Prince. It was a prison. It was the first time. It was funny. Right. I thought he was funny, yeah. I, and he could yeah. fight. He could fight. He was he was an exciting <laughs> fighter. Yeah, very. But I think I think that uh, I think that uh, that's all a bunch of BS. Saying right? he 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 didn't. I don't think he was in a condition he thought he was in. Uh, I think his mental attitude got to the point he thought he could win in any. He could knock somebody out at any time in, in, in the, over the 12 rounds. I don't think he trained as hard as he should. Uh, it, it all reflects back. It just shows that uh, it was an overconfident mind in there that night. And I think it was overconfident in the gym. And uh, he, I don't think he pushed himself as hard as he could have. And, uh, I, you know, I think he got the shock of his life. You know, when he got knocked, knocked he got a shock when uh, – Tyson Fury knocked him sideways, knocked him down. So I, I, I want to see if he's recovered mentally from all of that. And uh, well, I think Tyson back. Fury will fight the, he'll, yeah, I think Tyson Fury will fight the same kind of fight. And he has to. He really has to. He has to put the pressure on that guy and back him up. Make him, make him. Sure. That right hand isn't isn't as effective going backwards as it is coming forward. And and. Uh, it's a whole different thing, a weight balance and all that. And uh, Tyson Fury had enough guts to come out there and push him, push him back. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm really, I really want to see that fight again too, because that's the, 
That's a, any, anybody that ever fought knows that styles are so important, you know, and, and, uh, this, this, this got a perfect matchup. It'd be like Billy Joe Saunders and, uh, Canelo. That'd be a perfect matchup because, uh, like Hearns, Hearns, uh, uh, Hearns and, uh, Sugar Ray, that was a perfect matchup. Uh, and then, you know, the Hagler, I was another, uh, so many good fights, great fights over the years, and uh, they could well, come Tyler, back. I think you can. It reminds me of what happened back with the Rumble in the Jungle back in '74 when Ali fought uh, George Foreman. You know, Foreman was undefeated. He had, nobody thought that anybody was going to beat him for years. He was knocking Frazier and Norton out in, in two rounds, and you know everybody was afraid for Ali's life. You know, and then Ali winds up winning that fight and destroying the myth of Foreman being invincible. And you remember Foreman made every excuse after the fight, just like Wilder did. He said he was his water tasted funny, the ropes were soft, the referee miscounted. I mean, you know, he made every excuse in the book, you know. And it was years later when he just admitted, I, you know, Ali was better that night. He was a better man. But for for a while, you know, he was a he was a off for like what fourteen months or something after he lost to Ali, and his his confidence was gone. It was shattered. You know, so it was. It took him a long time to get back to you know where he wound up. But I'm curious to see if Wilder's in the same boat. Was he so devastated by that loss that can he bounce back? I think that's the that's the drama in this whole thing. Is what kind of Wilder are we going to see? We know what Tyson Fury is, and we know how he's going to play. But how is Wilder going to react to getting knocked out and, yeah. and humiliated? You know. Yeah. Sure. I, yeah, I, th- I, I can't wait. I can't wait to see that fight. Me too. Yeah. yeah I know we're getting up close to our, our time here, but so, uh, but I did want to ask Bob. Um, uh, Artem Lobo uh, claims that uh, sometime this year he's going to fight Paulie Malignaggi again. Uh, do you see that? Ha- one, do you see that happening? And two, what's your thoughts on it? Oh boy, that's a that's a tough one. Uh, that's another one. I I really would rather. I wouldn't want. I I, I would prefer if, if that didn't happen. I just I just don't like the situation. Uh, I think Paulie Malnagi's. You know, he needs to start thinking about. You know, maybe hanging it up. He's getting up there in age too. He's a boxer. He doesn't have the punch that. You know that that uh, you know somebody some of these other fighters have that he can pull out of his pocket. I just, I don't know. The whole thing just doesn't sit well with me, Frank. I I kind of hope it doesn't happen, really. Okay, good. Well, Bob, we want to thank you for being on with us. Uh, really appreciate it. And please tell uh, Mary we said uh, um, we uh, thank her for allowing us to steal you away for a guy you run for a whole half hour. And, uh, we appreciate <laughs> well, I appreciate it. you. I appreciate you inviting me, and uh, we're just, we're happy to be part of the show whenever you call and want us to be on and uh it's just a real pleasure i love 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 talking with you guys it's a blast yeah, yeah how about uh giving a, a, a plug for your show while we're on sure i'm uh you, you can uh, go on the iHeartRadio app it's probably the best way to do it because uh it's a small signal locally but uh to get the iHeartRadio app uh you can find wccf which is in punta gorda and i'm on uh, monday through friday from seven until nine uh, it's 15:80 a.m. or 100.9 FM, and then I'm on uh, CB 104.9 in the afternoons from two to six, and that's easy listening music like Billy Joel, Elton John, that sort of thing. So 
I get to do a lot of different things, and I, it keeps me uh, keeps me busy. Keeps me, uh, and thank God, yeah. I, I you know I was deemed an essential employee during this whole COVID thing, so I haven't lost any work outside of the boxing ring. But in my radio right. job, it's it's been it's been steady, and I thank God for being blessed to have that uh, that work while you know so many others don't. Good. So uh, I'm very Good. very blessed. Great. Well, again, thanks a lot, Bob, and, and uh, I'll see. Up, I'll talk to you between now and the uh, and the Hall of Fame, and I'll see you at the Hall of Fame. Well, that sounds wonderful, Frank. I'm looking forward to it. And again, anybody search. needs it? Yeah, Sturgis <laughs> is going to be. Uh, yeah, we we definitely need to talk once that's all over between Sturgis and the Hall yeah. of Fame in August. That's going to be a lot to talk about. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll send uh, both of you uh, each other's numbers uh, on. Yeah, by text. please do. Absolutely, yeah. that would be a blast. All right. Well, thanks, Bob. Have you're going to see where they right, made guys. Dancing with Wolves. You're, yeah, you're going to appreciate the beauty of that country, Dancing with oh, Wolves. I'm, I'm, I, my, my, That's a my great friend and, and my producer who's hired me for this job in Sturgis uh, was just out there last week, and he sent pictures back, and it looks breathtaking. It looks amazing. Oh, it is. It is. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm excited. It's going to be a blast. Don't drive. Yeah, oh, it's no, no, boring. No, 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 no. No, we're actually we're flying into Rapid City, which is about a half hour from Sturgis, so we're happy Perfect. about that. Perfect, yeah. You'll love Good. it. Can't wait. Good. Yeah, and Chris, you know when the when you talk about dancing with wolves, that's Bob G with the, when he's on a company. Oh, that's, that was a great movie. I'm not talking about the movie. I had a lot of, believe it or not, I, I, and when I had my office, I had a lot of, a lot of Sioux Indians as patients, and I and I started buying their books and reading, and I've been studying American Indian all my life anyway, and uh, mm-hmm. very very interesting. It's funny, and they got a different outlook. They got a different outlook than you think they'd have. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, and they're. they're a pleasure to talk to. I really enjoy it. I, I, I'm thinking of the guy right now. I haven't seen him in 15 years. But I got a bunch of books on the Sioux. I got a lot of pictures, everything. And I, every time I see that, that terrain out there and the buffalo running, and I think how beautiful it is, you know, especially this time of year because it's too cold yeah. in the winter out there. You know? But good. <laughs> You freeze Sure. I don't know how the hell those Indians survived out there with cold, yeah. so cold weather. You know, lots of covering. Yeah, my God. You know, there were no fireplaces. You just had them teepees. You know, cut a hole in the roof and make your fire right in the tent. You know, mm-hmm. and, and and you know, I, I was I was some way of living. A hardy, tough group of people. You know. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Yeah, sure. I'll see you next right, week. Chris, I'm down to 188 week. pounds. I'm getting there. Excellent. Take care, Chris. guys. See you. All right, you take care. Be safe, Chris. Bye, All right, guys. Appreciate it. Thanks, Bob. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Uh, Bob G., I did, you did a great job again this week, and you uh, held up the first end of the uh, part of the show, and we really appreciate that. Um, I love your uh, in-depth analysis on uh, on the MMA and uh I know we get a lot of emails. Uh, uh, they're very complimentary to you uh, about uh, your preparation. So uh, 
I wanted to let you well, know that. Well, tell them all thanks. I mean, I've, I've had too many shots to the head. I can't remember everything. So uh, <laughs> I, I, I try to do my best. You know, I, I get a great idea, and then I get those, you know, brain farts that just come on, and, and I lost the whole thing. So <clears throat> my wife says it's probably TBI or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, she knows. She knows. I don't know something about a Will Smith movie. I'm not sure. But <laughs> okay. But, uh, Have a great week, Bob. But I'll anyway, talk to you later on in the week. Yeah. Hey, yeah. All definitely right, get uh, me and Bob connected. All right, you guys take care. Please, I will. Bye. Yes, please. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, these programs are brought to you each and every night of the week in grateful appreciation. The men and women of the United States Armed Forces and the women of police and fire services. When you're out there and you see somebody in uniform, please make sure that you let them know that you're there. Um, a, a wink, a handshake, or anything, or the best thing you say is be safe, my brother or my sister. He's dedicated to, these programs are dedicated to those who have lost their lives in the line of duty. Deputy Robert Anthony Carroll, Patrolman David, David Curtis, Patrolman Jeffrey Colcap, Sergeant Thomas Batinger, Patrolman Jeffrey Yazowitz, Detective Randy Bell, Detective Ricky Childers, San Diego Officer Mike Hendler, Lieutenant Mike Zerber, Newcastle County Police, Patrolman Anafo Crispin, Lakeland PD, uh, Chief Al Hogo, Longbow Key Police Department, Chief Jimmy Ford, Wilmington Fire Department, Highway Patrolman Alonzo Moses, Philadelphia Highway Patrol, Highway Patrolman Brian Lazaro, Philadelphia Highway Patrol, Highway Patrolman B- Brian Murphy, Plymouth Township, PA Highway Patrol, Lieutenant Bob Neary, Philadelphia Fire Department, Sergeant Mike Wilson, Charlotte County Sheriff's Department, uh, Deputy Chief Mike Godwin, Philadelphia Fire Department, Deputy Jonathan Scott Pine, Orange County Sheriff's Department, Patrolman Robert Germain, Windermere, Florida Police Department. Trooper Chelsea Richards, Florida Highway Patrol. Lieutenant Joyce Craig Lewis, Philadelphia Fire Department. Patrolman Charlie Condit, Tarpon Springs Police Department. Hillsborough County Deputy Sheriff Charlie Kotloff. Sergeant James O'Connor, Philadelphia Fire De- Philadelphia Police Department. And Delaware State Trooper Sergeant Rodney Bond. Captain Chris Leach, Wilmington Fire Department. Lieutenant Jerry Ficus, Wilmington Fire Department. Lieutenant Ardeth Hope, Wilmington Fire Department. FDLA Special Inspector Vinny Galaccio, Delaware State Trooper Corporal C. Stephen Boward, <clears throat> Kissimmee Patrol Officer Matt Baxter, Kissimmee Sergeant Sam Howard, Captain Matt Letourneau, Philadelphia Fire Department, Deputy Bill Gentry, Highland County Sheriff's Department, Deputy Clay Zerba, Clay County Sheriff's Department, Deputy Natalie Corona, L.A. County Sheriff's Department, Deputy April Rodriguez, Pasco County Sheriff's Department, Officer Bob McKetchen, <clears throat> Biloxi, Kentucky Police Department, and Trooper Joe Bullock, Florida Highway Patrol. My brothers and sisters, although you may be 10-7 at this point in time, at some time will be 10-10 at the table of the Lord. Until that time, may the roads rise up to meet you. May the winds be always at your back. May the rains fall softly on your fields and the sun shine lightly on your face. Until we meet again, may the good Lord keep you and your families always in the hallow of his hands. Good night, God bless, and have a great week.